Welcome to another episode of Woe There Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Marcelo Ochoa, and I'd give anything to go back to doing nothing in a lockdown for three months. Absolutely, yeah. Hi, I'm Adrian, and it's not that the pandemic has warped my fear, it's that I'm antisocial and I hate everybody. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Yeah. How are you, pal? It's good to be with you. Um, it's, it's good. I'm, I'm doing good. I've done some more social things, which we can talk about later. I've Ooh. gone back on my own morals. I licked the floor. Oh, up in yeah. the bars, kissing hands. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Licking each other's hands. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's nice. Uh, what about yourself, man? Dude, uh, yeah, really good, man. Um, I just got back from New York. Uh, I was in New York for uh, like four or five days. So I've got stories galore about my travels, as one might assume. Is Con- that your favorite city? Is New York my favorite city? You've I, gone there quite a bit. I think that like I like to go to New York to, quote, blow off steam the way that like white people go to Vegas to blow off steam. I think going to New York to blow off steam is also probably a white person thing. But it's like there's just something about like the the type of restaurant that you'll find there. Like the type of like cool bar that you'll find there. That I just like I don't know that you're finding like that the concentration of that many cool places is I think like something that makes New York unique. Okay, yes, that's um, that's something I can definitely see. I mean, also, I've been there once, but I get it. Like, yeah, like this was my third time going. I went to so many different places. I've never gone to the same place twice in New York. You know what I mean? Like, and and every, ev- most every time I go, I go somewhere that was you know that I think is the coolest place I've ever been until the next time I go there you know what I mean like I can see that the the this what am I trying to like the the first time that I went to New York it was a very like theater oriented trip and I like you know saw two shows which I thought was like incredible it doesn't get better than this and then I went to New York again in 2020 and went to a speakeasy that was behind a laundromat and I was like doesn't get cooler than this and then this past trip I went to um number one this like really fancy bar that was on like um like a penthouse uh that had like a skyline view um of the city which was sick oh wait where was this in the city that's actually sounds sick it was called dear irving um i i honestly i've been I did to see that picture yeah that's I've, tight i've been to new york three times couldn't tell you anything about where the city is or like where any part of the city the upper west side all Do that you stuff know means the nothing to me fuck no no hell no <laughs> can you name them no no absolutely <laughs> not i don't know anything about new york <laughs> 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 I like at least you admit it. You're not even gonna try. Yeah, no, I I like going back because I feel like I get familiar with. I like going to cities multiple times because I feel like I get familiar with them. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing about New York that feels familiar to me. Like it's it's just so big. You know what I mean? Um, like you're getting a randomizer every time in the city. Basically, yeah. Um, this past time, I I, I stayed in. Um, like in the city, whereas the past couple times I've gone, I'd been to Brooklyn, um, or rather stayed in Brooklyn. Um, it was kind of funny. Like the first time I went to Brooklyn, I told my friend Mike that I was staying in Flatbush, and he was like, "Oh, dude, like that's not a neighborhood I'd think you stay in." And I was like, "Why not?" And he's like, "You'll see." <laughs> <laughs> what did like, you see? Um, it was like all, it's like one of the last stops on like the, like a Brooklyn train ride. So it goes like all the way down to the bottom of Brooklyn, like towards like the Brooklyn college area. And there are just like a bunch of Dominican people and like Haitians and like, you know, dark people like me. And so like, I, (laughs) like I fit in well there. Like I didn't think anything of it. Is that bad? Did I not have said that? Not the way to say it. No, I think that was. I just think that's funny. I, I, I think that's fine. 
Well, then, so, so then like, this... I was like, do you also probably consider yourself possibly an Afro-Latino? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. We'll talk Afro-Latinos later. Yeah, I know. That's, that's why I was laughing. I was like, oh, we'll get into all of that later about all... But, um, no, I get what you mean. Yeah. And then, and then so, like, the second time I went... Um, I met up with my friend Mike that time as well. And he was like, where are you staying? I said, bed And he's like, five years ago, there's no way your white ass would have been staying in bed <laughs> <laughs> Shout out gentrification. <laughs> yeah. It's just what it is. Yeah. I mean, there's no stopping it. Yeah. And so, uh, so this time I, I went, um, and stayed in the city. Um, I was not alone. I went with, um, uh, someone I'm I'm really not super comfortable talking about, but uh, we'll 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 call we'll call her little chef going forward. Shut up, bitch! <laughs> just it's just you know it was the button I found, and I mean why not? <laughs> you know she's just protected identity. You know what I'm saying? She's part of the, she witnessed a murder. Yeah, we don't want her to be incriminated on any of these things, you know what I'm saying? That's true. You, are you, do you really want to be attached to this man's name? Yeah, no, no chance. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, the the flight there, uh, first of all, I mean, we had, we had plans to do a remote pod. Instead, here we are putting out Midweek Mayhem, all good things, level hey, iteration. If you thought, um, if you were hopeful that we had canceled... You're wrong. Not yet. We still haven't gotten in trouble for the Biden drop. <laughs> <sighs> shout out uh, Tyreek. Shout out Carlos. Shout out the Black Sushi podcast. Love Black Sushi. <laughs> Great Please listen dudes. to them on Apple Music and Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Great time recording with them. Uh, yeah, love those guys. So we, you know, we had plans to do the remote pod. And I had my microphone in my bag. And just like when I took my microphone to Seattle, I was flagged going through TSA again. And uh, and even on the way back, too, the guy, like, put my computer up and he was like, or he put he put my suitcase up and he's like circling around the microphone. He's like, what's this? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Quick TSA one. Maybe cut it. I don't know. Sure. I'll let you know later. No, cut it. <laughs> Quick TSA going to Hawaii. And they flagged me for my fucking dick. <laughs> and then the dude was like, what is this? And I was like, that is my dick in a t-shirt. That is a silicone prosthetic in a t-shirt. And he was like, all right, I'm not going to open it. But maybe next time, check this in. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get flagged on the way back. Hawaii yeah, was so cool weird. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they said, take your dick wherever you need, man. <laughs> Shout out Hawaii. Shout out trans rights. <laughs> yeah. Fuck uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Happy pride, but not to her. <laughs> you don't get shit to be prideful about. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> This is a Caitlyn Jenner hate podcast. I know. <laughs> this is just a black sushi support and Caitlyn Jenner hate <laughs> podcast. Um, so, um, you know, we, we we board the plane and the kid in front of me is traveling with a guy who I think is his dad and he has the window seat and his dad has the aisle seat. You think but child trafficking. Hello. You gotta cut that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, and then this 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 little this like I don't know like Indian woman like sits like our age like sits in between them. Okay. Fortunately, they don't offer to uh, switch her seat so that those two cats are sitting together. No, they let her sit right in the middle. As weird as that is. So we're sitting there on the tarmac. People are boarding. Um, this boy who's sitting by the window, who I notice has a mullet, looks at his dad and says, I think I forgot my backpack. And his dad looks at him like he wants to punch him in the mouth. (laughs) 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 Yeah. And so like that, which is like, it's the craziest fucking like 
you know, people are pouring into the plane. This kid says, oh, I've got to go back through the fucking terminal. The stewardess looks at him like, you're not going back. Yeah, like, <laughs> fuck your backpack, kid. I got a plane to get out of here. So, like, that was, like, the first, like, you know, funny thing. Like, then for, like, the rest of the plane ride, every time the kid has to get up to go to the bathroom, his dad looks at him like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I should have slipped some tequila into your sippy cup yeah. this morning and made you go to sleep. Yeah. Is this what, that's what all the aunts and uncles say about children when they cross the border. Yeah, I'm giving up. you some NyQuil. Yeah. 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 Never happened to me. I just always heard them say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, you know, the flight goes well or whatever. We uh, land in New York. Um, that night we have tickets to a comedy show, so we drop our things off at our Airbnb, and we're going to the train. And as we're going to the train, um, we're coming down the stairs and see the train on the track. And so we, like, don't run to it, but we kind of, like, walk up to the train car as the doors are closing I touch the door and it opens so I hop through and I turn around and I see the little chef trying to hop through and the doors close on her so she cartoon splatted on the door (laughs) (laughs) and there were like two there were like two girls sitting and there were like two girls sitting on the train that were like oh and they're like looking at me like what the fuck is wrong with you like why don't you hold the door and I was like I I I don't know what the You're rule. Like, I'm new here. I didn't know. Yeah, so fortunately, the doors opened again. She's able to hop through, but I cannot control my laughter. Oh. And uh, where is your honor, dirtbag? Oh yeah, no, no chance. Do not. Jesus Christ, man. So, um, so yeah, like we go to the comedy show. Um, I'd wanted to go to this one specifically because there were like four comedians that I, there were like four comedians that host podcasts that I listened to performing that night. And so I was like really stoked to see all these people. Um, two of the com- two of the comics that I wanted to see like go up and perform, and then the host comes up and he's like, "All right, guys, uh, please give a very special welcome to Sal Volcano." And if you don't know, Sal Volcano is one of the Impractical Jokers, and he just like popped by and like did a stand-up set unannounced. That's amazing. Okay, it was so funny. Um. It, yeah, the the rest of the comedy show was incredible, but like it was so cool that like Saul Volcano came out and like did a set unannounced. That um, is pretty tight. He like, was saying that it was like his first time being on stage in a few years or something like that. Yeah, oh, so what, it was what a like, treat! Yeah, it was very very cool. Did and, you get to uh, hang out with any of your favorite podcasters like you wanted to? <laughs> Fortunately for them, I didn't. Yeah, I, was, I was gonna say, um, did you get to Dan Lampton anybody? But I wasn't sure that was his last name. I really wanted. I was looking around for people, but honestly, the show went so late that like, like it was supposed to start at nine thirty, and we got to the venue at like nine fifteen, and they're like, "Hey, just so you guys know, it's not gonna start until like 10. So, uh, oh my god, wait, ten? Like yeah. forty five? Oh, yeah. So we like had a couple, like we had a drink, like just sitting there waiting for the show to start for us, like waiting for them to let us into the room, and then the show didn't get out until like after midnight, and like this is one of the things that I love about New York is like we had a reservation for a speakeasy at twelve thirty. Yeah, and so like, Great, so missed that. No, we got out of the comedy Man. show and then like briskly walked to the um to this uh hot dog shop um or hot dog restaurant or whatever um we like open the door we look inside and like the restaurant is closed but there's this like phone booth door there and so we like pull on the phone booth door and then there's just like this like wall and we knock on the wall and the wall like folds back and this woman's there and she's like can i help you yeah we have a res at twelve thirty. She's like, oh, yeah, right this way. And so we like. That's actually really sick. Yeah. Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she opens the door. We snaw here for 1230. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was a good time, man. Uh, like we, we just sat there and like uh, ended up making friends with the bartender. And he like made us a couple drinks that weren't on the menu. Um, Poison. 
What's up? Poison. Po- yeah, he poisoned us. <laughs> you guys got the chips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the activator. So first you got the vaccine, but now you've got the thing that activates the the antibodies in the machines. Do you remember that Family Guy episode oh, no. where... No. No, but you, you can go for it. Oh, there's this Family Guy episode where they talk about... Um, I don't know. Somebody turns out to be like a Russian agent and... They're talking about how, like, we had to think of a code word that would not be triggered in public. And somebody goes, like, what's the code word? And he goes, boy, that Italian family at that table sure is quiet. (laughs) (laughs) But also, don't get you started on Russian agents. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't get me going on Soviet chemical warfare from the 90s. No. (laughs) You'll have went, to go on a date with me for that. You went for like two months straight after you read one book. No, it wasn't even one book. It was 50 pages of one book. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, I, you know, the next day we like rode, po- rode bikes in Central Park, which was sick. And then um, we bought tickets to go see the Padres play at the New York Mets Stadium. So... We go to the stadium, find our seats, sit down, and, um, you know, people are, like, filing in around us, um, and these, like, three kids, 18 to 21 years old, um, walk uh, and sit down in front of us. One of the kids turns around and looks at my hat and goes, oh, it's Slam Diego, and I was like, I'm just not, I'm not going to respond, you know what I mean, like... I don't like engaging with other people. In another life, I might have been a rowdy opposing fan. Not now. You know what I mean? Like, it, I I just can't. You're just going to sit there like, all right, buddy, sit down. But here's the thing, though, is that, like, for the entirety of the game, this kid in front of us was maybe the worst person I've ever sat near in my entire life. Ooh. You've been to a lot of games, so I mean that says a lot, right? And like, like, like the Padres, like you know, got one hit at some point, and like uh, you know, myself and like three other Padre fans started celebrating. This kid like looks at the other Padre fans, and he's like, "Sit the fuck down!" Oh, yeah, dude, it like you know, just going insane the whole, every time, like, you know, the good Padres players come up, he's like, you know, screaming other obscenities. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But then doing also like annoying things, like every time a foul ball is hit anywhere near like the first base side, which is where we were sitting. So not near our section, just like on that side of the field, he yells out, I got it. And no one, like, his friends don't laugh. Like, uh, nobody, he doesn't even laugh. Like, he just does it. And. That guy hates his life. On the train ride home, I realized my issue with this guy is probably that I'm projecting all of, you know, my insecurities as a young sports fan, knowing that I was up in the stadium screaming shit at, like, other people from the opposing teams. Yeah. And, like. Acting like a jackass. You're mad at this guy because you were this guy. I know. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You're looking at a mirror. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The next day we go and see the Statue of Liberty, which is Eh, pretty underwhelming. It's whatever. It's dude, the Statue of Liberty is better in X Men. It's (laughs) it's a weird spot because the monument faces the water. And behind the monument is like the, you know, the park and the museum and all that stuff. So it's like, oh, this is a cool area. And you look up, it's like, oh, it's the backside of the statue. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, well, because the statue was made for all the immigrants that we would later turn away. Yeah, you know, and then Ellis Island, I was like, oh, I'm not trying to get off here. Like, I, you know, what I, like, it, if you haven't been to New York, um, the way that the Statue of Liberty tour works is you get on a ferry and it takes you to Statue of Liberty and then you get, you know, you walk around there and then you get back on the ferry and it takes you to Ellis Island and you get off there and then it takes you back to New York or New Jersey, wherever you get on from. So I was like, I'm not trying to get off here at Ellis Island. Like my family didn't fucking come through here. Like there, there's nothing for me to fucking see here. Like I don't give a fuck about this place. Exactly. And so 
you know, whatever. Like the It's also really underwhelming if you go. Yeah. There's it's like I just wouldn't. Nothing. Yeah. I don't remember it that much, but I do remember it being like less entertaining than an empty park opening area. It's small and like the statue itself is small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the most underwhelming monument I've ever seen. And I said that the first time I went there. I said that the second time I went there. And I think that still after going there. It's maybe twice as big as a jump around fixture. Yes. 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 It like it. I guess like what I was exp- like when you go to Paris or if you go to Paris and you see the Eiffel Tower, the Eiffel Tower is fucking huge. Oh, dude, the big slide at, at Del Mar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like Jurassic Park, I think, is 80 stories. The drop at uh, Universal Studios. I don't think the Statue of Liberty is 80 stories. You know what I mean? I believe that. Um, but anyways, so we're on the ferry, right? And, or rather, so we board the ferry to come back. And we're looking for somewhere to sit. And as we're walking, we notice there's vomit on the floor. So we're like, oh, gross. Like, let's sit away from there. So we move to the opposite side of the boat. But we're still, like, in the eye line of the vomit. You can see it. You know it's there. No! God, please, no! No! We're sitting there. And all of a sudden, I see this guy sit down at the spot where I know the vomit is. And I go, holy fuck, that guy sitting in the vomit. Like, no. like his shoe, like the vomit is on the floor. This guy's shoes are like in the vomit, like mm-hmm. straight up uh-huh. in the puddle. Oh, no. Oh, no. I have like, oh, like and third hand embarrassment. So we're sitting there and I'm like, this guy has no idea. And like, yeah, I'm like, like pointed out to a little chef. And I'm like, look, dude, check that shit out over there, dude. Like. Yeah, like he does no idea. And so, you know, we're watching him for like 15 minutes. And finally, like, you know, he's looking around, he's looking around, and then he looks down and then he notices it. And he. <laughs> Dude, he just like turns his body towards like the window of the boat and just looks out like miserably. Oh my God. <laughs> And then just continues to like look down and verify that there is indeed vomit on the floor and I have been stepping in it for 15 minutes. (laughs) Oh man, that poor guy. I I hope he's okay. Like, because first of all, that level of like no urgency to stop that from happening means that you just do not give a fuck. Yeah, 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 definitely. In like a bad way, not in like a badass, like I don't give a fuck, I'll step in vomit, like in a... Of course this would happen to me. It just made me think, like, I just kept imagining him staring out the window with that song that's like, Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> I, like <laughs> to, um, I like to think it's the uh, the Bad Day song. So you had a bad yeah. day. That one. <laughs> the one they used the- to play on American Idol when they'd boot you off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking just drilled tome. You fucking suck. Here's the- this song to send you off. Or the fucking, um, the Charlie Brown Christmas song. Oh. The super sad one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't really like mess with Charlie Brown like a lot of people, but I know what you mean. Like, you know how people are always like, I have to watch the Charlie Brown Christmas thing or the Charlie Brown Halloween. I don't know anything about that. That's a white thing. Yeah. Get that out of here. Like when, (laughs) whenever people would buy the the Charlie Brown shirt, I was like, surely you're racist. Yeah, no, 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 no. There's no way you're buying this and you think that equal rights are a thing. No chance. (laughs) Later that day, we went to this bar that was like on the, I don't know, like 40 some odd floor of like some hotel Mm -hmm. and it like had the skyline view of New York. Um, It was incredible dude like we ordered this caviar that was fancy okay you said i'm up here well i mean yeah you're you're in the sky you might as well order caviar man why why go cheap at that point yeah so we had some some caviar with some bread which was sick um you know mad cocktails which were delicious i i just started ordering spicy margs everywhere and just asking bartenders for drinks that taste like spicy margs i hate you i hate you in a public setting (laughs) 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 like it would have been fine if you didn't say i just kept asking everybody for drinks like spicy margs do you have anything spicy on here 
Yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Is there anything spicier than this one? Everywhere. Uh. And uh and so um after we finished up there, um our friend Charles met up with us. Shout out Charles Spangler. Um and he and we took him to this mezcal bar that we'd found while we were waiting for our reservations at that Skyline bar called Dear Irving. Um and while we were there, uh, Charles tried a little chef's drink and he was like, holy shit, this is so good. And then little chef was a little drunk and she was like, okay, cool. Like I'll order you one. So mm-hmm. she orders a drink for Charles. The guy brings it and, um, we'd been talking to him, the bartender in Spanish, like the whole time we'd been there, Charles does not speak Spanish. So, you know, he was not in the conversation me too, really. Charles, me too. So, um, you know, the bartender drops off the Paloma, um, and he, like, Charles takes a drink, whatever, and he's like, this is so good. The bartender walks back and he goes, yeah, it's called Diana's, it's called Diana's Paloma. It has a touch of agave with grapefruit, you know, whatever the fuck he's saying. And then Charles looks at him and he goes, uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, I don't speak Spanish. (laughs) We met up with Irene. Um, Irene with our said, friend Irene Lasso. Shout out Irene. Um, so isn't, super. Isn't she Irene Dion Lasso? Irene Dion Lasso. Yeah, yeah. made up name, straight up. <laughs> um, and so like that it was like super good to see her. Um, she, little chef, and I hung out um, at a brewery. Little chef and I had reservations at this place called Employees Only, and so we went and you know did that. Had a spicy mark there. <laughs> you just need to do like a New York um checklist of like everywhere you can get a spicy mark. Well, it's funny because like this time was a spicy mark trip when I went in February 2020 with our friend Quinn Vasquez. It was the vodka soda trip and everywhere we went I got vodka sodas. Oh. Yeah. I don't no, I don't know no what it is about New York. That one, man. Well, I don't know what it is about you New just York. Just pick a new makes, drink. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Like I don't know what it is about New York that makes me want to do cocktails. Do you know what I mean? I always want to do cocktails. I I just order what actually I just order whatever everyone else is ordering, um, because I have no will of my own. Um, yeah, I feel that. Um, but yeah, so at, at one point, like we we met up with with Irene after after employees only. Irene. Um, also had a friend come hang out and meet us. Um, my friend Tony also came and hung out. So at one point we're like in this bar called Katana Kitten and I'm just like looking around and it's like, holy shit, like I'm in New York. I'm with like a group of friends and we're like, you know, it's so late and you know, I'm pretty drunk. Like what a cool moment. You know what I mean? Like just like, yeah, that's actually tight. That's awesome. Like what else is there to live for, but for like, you know, this type of stuff. Um, so yeah, all good things, man. I mean, you know, the next day we, we, we had to come home and, uh, this is kind of funny. Little chef doesn't have DSA pre-check, but I do. You did, sure. I, well, there was no wait line for the security. So I walked through with, you know, my staff, uh, again, the security guard looked at my microphone. He was like, what's this? And I was like, you know, my microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, we could leave it. That story's good. (laughs) And uh, and then, you know, little chef goes to go through security and then they pull her for secondary checking and do like the full like the full body search where they like pat down like every what? inch. What did she bring? Nothing. They just they just randomly selected her. They just said she looks like she's suspicious. It's just like like the dis, like the the it, the stark contrast between me just walking through and then her, you know, essentially telling being told to you know, bend over and cough. Yeah. <laughs> Went to the left and coughed and everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, you know, all good things. Um, shout out New York. Shout out Lil Chef. Um, yeah. Ratatouille. Such a, such a good, good trip. Um... What about you, man? What 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 were the social things that you've been getting into? Oh, I went to the place that I said I wouldn't go, the movies. 
Yeah, so call back to last week. Uh, went to the movies. What'd and, you see? Uh, also, call back to last week. We saw The Conjuring. Did you like it? Um, I did. I found it enjoyable. Uh, did you? Need to see it again. It was all right. Did you? Not as good as the first, in in a sense that like the what is it the the third Conjuring, right? Because like there's been so many other spinoffs and things, sure. but as far as the Conjuring, this is the third Conjuring. I liked it in the sense that I would like any third version of any movie, if that makes sense. Like I know it's already kind of run its course at this point. It won't be as good as the first. Uh, second wasn't as good. Also, have to amend something from last week. Uh. Leilani mentioned to me that I actually walked out of um, the, what is, damn, the, it starts with a P. Not Paddington but, 2, the highest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I would never walk out of Paddington even though I've never seen it. I would never do that to him. Um, no, it's not Poltergeist. It's Paranormal Activity. Mm, insidious it doesn't start with a p <laughs> that scene in insidious where insidious they're at three the, when they're at the breakfast table and then he like looks up and like fucking, fucking darth maul right yeah that him. that still is in my brain actually yeah, now when scare. i said insidious yeah. um the entire time actually i was trying to think of the name of the movie i was just thinking of that scene so i'm traumatized for the next 45 minutes thank you you know this is kind of funny insidious uh one time when I like, I don't, you know, year, when that movie came out, Insidious Three, um, one of my bosses was like, "Hey, do you want to come with us to see this movie after work tonight?" You know, like us and a few of the, you know, people who work here are gonna go see it. I was like, "Yeah, sounds good." And I went to El Camino for happy hour, I think, and then went to meet up with my like coworkers, but I wanted to smoke. But I had weed, but no apparatus. So I like tried to roll a blunt by like watching how to roll blunt videos, and like you know, obviously had zero success doing it. Wait, and did you have like blunt wrap at least? I like bought a swisher paper? and like tried to cut it and like and gut it and like like I tried to do. It was the most amateur thing. I I wasted I think so much weed. Yikes. Like it was stupid how much weed I wasted but just to try and go to Insidious Three High. You and were I trying to roll a blunt for the first time. Didn't work. Yeah, no. I feel like you have to be taught how to roll a blunt for the first time. Like someone needs to guide you. Yeah. Um. But uh. But uh, you know, it's the the Conjuring Three was the first movie that I've seen with the mindset of like I don't really think that I believe in demons or anything like that, and. Hearing the demon, hearing the exorcism verbiage and stuff like that just felt so stupid. It was, I mean, I, I told you, I was fine I leaving. I you by the power of Calvary. I'm like, oh my God. I don't like that you know that what they said. I, I, I remember think I remember that specifically stuck with me because I was like, that that's is. That's a stupid line. You know, like that's just, you know, what's another way that we can use like, I don't know, this is kind of fucked up. Christians call it Christianese. Hey, let's call it that. You know what I mean? Like, just like, what what are other, quote, holy words we could use? You know what I mean? Yeah. How do we make this sound like we know what we're talking about with the church? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so, um, speaking of, the movie was fine. It, it was good enough. I'll tell you right now, I don't remember it. <laughs> But um, I do remember my cringe story, which happened at... No, sorry, not my cringe story. Take that back. I do remember my day in the life story, which happened there. Oh, some day in the life? Yeah, day in the life. Let's do some day in the life. So, day in the life is a segment where... Um, I don't know what the segment's called, so I'm going to take it give it to Marcelo. <laughs> day in the life is a segment where we talk about things that are unfortunate that happen to us while living everyday life. A fantastic explanation that I could not have done on my own. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, me and my girlfriend, Leilani, we go to the movies and we, I'm an idiot. Let's just start by saying that I'm an absolute fucking idiot and I mess up most things. Um, 
so I pre-ordered food. Uh, naturally forgot the cookie dough bites when I got to the little pickup window. She told me this like two days later after I can't get the cookie dough bites anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So that was good. She also like never wants popcorn. We get to the pickup window and she's like, I want popcorn. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So like then she gets in line for popcorn. I go to go pick up the drinks and how they have it set up is if you haven't been to the movies, which I hadn't until this moment, um, they have like two people set up with a little table and then they serve you your drinks. Right. Um, so while I've been cutting this line twice with no (laughs) will to say anything about it, I'm waiting, whatever we get our drinks. Leilani has gotten a big thing of popcorn. I said, just get a large. Cause I don't know how much popcorn we need. It was way more than we needed, but I said, get a large. Uh, she also comes out with like three things of but- three things of butter, and they don't put the butter on the popcorn. They just give you little like jalapeno cups of butter. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So she's got like three cups of butter, two cups of jalapenos. So three little five cups on the side Jesus. and popcorn. I I I was happy with this. Like this was not too much. The let problem me ask was you this. I let touched me stop it. you this. Uh, when you do popcorn topping ads. Do you pour popcorn into the side box so that you guys can uh, properly disperse butter? Or do you just dump it all into the tub? We didn't get a side box. So that wasn't a possibility. Usually a side box is more preferable. But uh, what I did to offset that, to answer your question, I'll just move into the future real quick. (laughs) Um, I would pour one thing of butter. We'd eat that amount of popcorn, and then I'd pour another thing of butter once we'd gotten down to a certain point. The butter cup might actually be the move. The butter cup was fantastic. I think it was the best thing that ever happened. Even when you try to properly spread the condiments, you still often find, like, the one Sahara Desert patch. That's like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, and it's not even, like, burnt, so it doesn't even have flavor. Yeah. It's It's just, like, like oral fixation at this point. Yeah, like, at least with a burnt one, whether or not you like burnt popcorn, there's a a flavor to it. There's a tinge of something. (laughs) So you've got that to go on. Um, So, yeah, back to us. We've got all of this popcorn, all of this butter. I've got two ICs and I don't know, nachos. I ordered nachos for pickup. That's the thing that they did give me, but not my fucking cookie dough bites. You guys owe me AMC. Um, We know they're listening. (laughs) Specifically the Chula Vista location. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, So I don't know how or why. But I spill the popcorn and the butter. <laughs> and I spill it, like, kind of on Leilani's shoes, which is not good. And then, like, you you know me, my anxiety is picking up, and I'm, like, trying to, like, fix it. I can't fix it because I have, like, a million things in my hand. She's, like, just what, While you're it. walking to the... We had just gotten the fucking drinks. Like, this is literally, like, in between the place. This is what makes it more chaotic. It's in between the place where the people line up to get the drinks and the people who have just gotten their food from the concession stand are exiting. So you are walking and you just drop the popcorn. Yeah. I just fucking like knock over a little bit. Like, I, I actually I don't think it necessarily is a popcorn. I think I just spill a butter and some popcorn falls. But all the same. An entire, like, little one-ounce thing of butter has hit the floor. I am looking at an employee like, I'm sorry. I'm just sorry for existing. Leilani's upset. I got butter on her, like, high-top, really tall boot Doc Martens, which is never good to get butter on any shoes. Never nice. And I'm like, great. I'm so glad this is the first time I'm at the movies (laughs) in, like, two years. (laughs) So did she get the butter out? Uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> luckily, there's wipies everywhere. Sure. Yeah. Shout out to COVID protocols. I do love hand sanity and wipies everywhere I go. Yeah. Because people are gross. Um. So my day in the life, uh, is uh, my day in the life comes from New York, 
um, this happened, the same exact thing happened to me two times. Like the two times you've gone to New York? No, 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 no. Two times this past weekend this happened to me. Oh, good. Um, so while we were at the Mescal bar with Charles, myself, Lil Chef and Charles, um, we're having our like first drinks and Charles says, do you guys want to do shots? And I mean, if this is any indication of how drunk I am, as soon as he goes, do you guys want to do shots? I go, shots! (laughs) Yeah, that's absolutely an indication because usually you would just at least hesitate. And so I'm like, I don't know, dude. Like, I, you know, I don't know. And and he's like, he's like, I'll pay for them. I'll pay for them. And I'm like, all right, sounds good. Well, yeah, free shots. You can't say no. So we take the shots with Charles. And then we're like sitting there hanging out for a couple hours. Bill comes. Whole bill is on, uh, you know, all the, all the drinks are on one bill. That bill goes on my card. And uh, I end up buying the fucking shots. Uh. <laughs> Next day, out with Irene at the brewery, she goes, we should do shots. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. She, it's cool, it's cool. I'll pick them up. I'll get them. I'm like, all right, sounds good. So we take the shots, sitting there for a little while longer. We've got to go catch our reservation at employees only. So we're like, oh, we should close out. And then we're like, all right, cool. So, you know, call the bartender, the bartender over. We're like, hey, we got to close out. She's like, all right, here you go. Brings us one check. Shots are on the check. Slide my card. Shots are on my card again. No! <laughs> you paid for all of your free shots. That's what I like to see. So if you want some free fucking shots, ask me if I want a shot and charge it to my tab because <laughs> I won't have the fucking stones to ask you <laughs> to pay for it. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. Uh, I mean, sidebar to a random story, but like when Adam was leaving uh, Urban down here, they all went out and I happened to go to his going away party with Leilani. I was at that party. You were? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. We almost met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Um, but were you there at the point where he was, we were at a bar and um, everyone got drinks, but then half of the people on the table left. And yes, I Adam, was definitely there. For good. That. Adam yes. paid for all of his own drink. Everyone's drinks at the table. Yes. That was insane. Yes. And yeah. at one point, like a bunch of people got like, Shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone got like a whole round of shots. I definitely remember that. I definitely remember like the, there were like 15, 20 people out at this going away party, and everyone was just bouncing from place to place to place. It was chaotic. And at one point, everyone was at this bar, and then it was like, "All right, let's go to the next place." Everyone got up, and the waitress came back. It was like someone has to pay for these. I remember there was like five of us left sitting there i was like first of all i work 12 hours at (laughs) urban outfitters (laughs) 12 my guy (laughs) and i was like i just got here i don't know any of you you're like i don't order anything and adam is so drunk he's like i'll just pay for it don't worry oh yeah he was happy to pay for it that's that's so funny. I completely forgot. Yeah, about no. That. that speaking of paying for your own shots, that was the first time. Amazing that we were both there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at that small world. Um, do you have a cringe chronicle? Uh, I. <laughs> Ooh, I got a cringe chronicle. Cringe. Um, my cringe chronicle. Uh, cringe chronicle is a segment where we talk about uh something that happened that you did or just happened and you witnessed and it just makes you cringe so hard that you, um, you kind of wish you didn't exist. You know what I mean? So my cringe chronicle, uh, shout out to my uncle Alex, uh, my late uncle Alex, because it is about his funeral. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I hope that, uh, you know, somewhere in the universe, he, he finds this funny that I think this is, fucking hilarious and cringy at the same time so we were told that there would be like a some sort of speaker setup like not even crazy not like i'm a dj just like i can plug in an aux cable kind of thing and they're like yeah you could play like his favorite songs whatever my uncle makes me put together a playlist uh i have two uncles not my dead uncle didn't make me put together him a playlist (laughs) Um, 
his brother, my uncle Philip, asked me to put together a playlist of his favorite songs. I do so. He's like, cool, we're going to play this. Like, I also don't know what um, the segments of a funeral are called. So basically, this is just the part before the funeral, funeral part, where everyone comes and visits at the church and there's a mass. Uh, so we're here doing this. First of all, the fucking priest is late as shit. <laughs> I don't know where the hell he is coming from, but not here. <laughs> not there for my uncle's funeral. Um, I also cannot remember very specifically whether it was this priest that did that or the dude who was there when we put his ashes in the ground, but they called him Chris. His name is Alex. (laughs) (laughs) So not good, not good, but you know, also it might not be this guy's fault unless he is the same exact priest who was doing both things, then it's definitely this guy's fault. Uh, you know, so all of these things, not good already. Bad. This dude's late. Um, out here calling him Chris. Uh, and then I am supposed to play the songs. There is no speaker setup, man. I don't know if you've ever been to uh, Glen Abbey, but it's a small chapel church. Um, so literally just imagine like a proper little chapel, like mm, 10 pews each side, maybe give or take. Um, and then a small podium at the front, the back areas where they would put like a casket and stuff for viewing. So it's a slightly more spacious back area. I have to go up to the fucking podium and just hold my phone and play my uncle's favorite rock songs from like the eighties, dude. <laughs> and i'm just standing there like i don't know what happened before or after i tried to black it out because it was so embarrassing but i do remember just just standing at the front of the church holding your phone yeah 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 yeah. like 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 like, you know how like the podium microphones too. It's like not even like a really nice microphone. It's just like a whatever little microphone. It's like that weird little ball. Yeah, it's kind of like the Britney Spears microphone, but like a big one coming out of a table. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just holding my phone on Spotify up to this, letting it play. Yeah, yeah. And like just trying not to make eye contact with anybody because it's incredibly awkward. It's it's a mildly full little chapel. Um, it was, it was, it was really bad. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. Um, we definitely were yelling at the funeral place for all of that. Cause like, just don't tell us we can do that and that's make so us plan awkward. for that. That's awkward that they didn't just like, all right, I guess we just won't have music. Yeah. Hey, that's, <laughs> <laughs> why did I still have to do that? Guys, family. Why did I have to get like I did it just to do it because it was for my uncle? But yeah, like Jesus Christ, Uh, that's my cringe story, man. Because like that was horrible for my uncle Chris. (laughs) Shout out Uncle Alex. Yeah. Uh, Shout out the guy named Chris who might have been called Alex at his funeral. You Imagine know, they just gave that that the, that funeral schedule the old switcheroo, <laughs> and they sent that guy to Chris's funeral talking about in loving memory of Alex. Yeah, yeah, they switched actually the priests that were supposed to be going around somewhere. There was Chris, Chris's priests. How often do you think that happens? Probably a lot. Unfortunately, I've been to a lot of funerals, and there's usually about four to five going on at a time. That's so, funerals are so weird. Why would you want somebody up there to be like, I don't know this person, but I do know from the little that I've heard about them that they would be in heaven. Like, that's an insane thing to say yeah. about anybody. There's, the funerals I've been to, I'll say there's like very little people who barely had anything to say about someone. Like it would always be like a brother or a sister or something and that made more sense. But there was, they like, there's, it's, it always gets awkward. There's never not a time where you're just standing there as the person trying to direct the funeral who's neither associated with the funeral home 
or immediately related to the family, but the person you're running the business. Yeah. You're like literally just like a family friend a that is like, Hey, who, if anyone has anything to say about grandma, you know, come up here. And then there's That's about three minutes, three minutes where people are fucking sobbing, uh, and then awkwardly not trying to come up. And then someone who maybe didn't need to come up, comes up. <laughs> <laughs> There's always going to be that. And then there's always going to be the time where two people stand up at the same time. And then someone just sits down and they never stand back up. And I just <laughs> wonder. <laughs> I'm just like, what were you going to say? Oh, dude. Yeah, um, those are weird. Let's see. My cringe story also comes from New York this week. Um, and it's also a little bit, uh, bleeds into a segment that we like to call don't be like my friend here, which is a segment where guys don't be like my friend here. Don't be like my friend here is a segment that we have here at Whoa their podcast where we tell stories of ourselves or other people acting a fool in public or in the public eye as is my case in this story. Um, in New York, I visited uh, a park near my Airbnb that had a landmark called Suicide Hill. Oh. And I was like, that sounds awesome. Was it called Suicide Hill? Because I'll let you. Well, see, that's a valid question. I don't know what I was expecting to find there, and I don't know why uh, it's called that either. You know what I mean? Like I, did, I was just like, that seems like a cool place. So I went there, and I took a photo, and I posted it on my story with, you know, the location tag, Suicide Hill. Oh, no. And I captioned it with, you know what time it is. Oh, no. <laughs> Yikes. Well, you see. Okay, Logan Paul or Jake Paul, which one? Oh, the Suicide Forest? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one was that? Well, then, you see. Won't air. Replied to my story, and she was like, um, do we need to be concerned? <laughs> and, like, you know, I thought that, like, she was joking, and so I wrote her back, and I was like, uh, oh, yeah, no, this is 100%, or I was like, LMAO, this is 100% a cry for help. And then oh no, she wrote me back... <laughs> OMG, are you serious? Like, please know you can come to me if you ever need anything. And I was like, oh my God, I'm just joking. <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. Also, don't be like my friend here. Yeah, also. <laughs> Guys, don't be like my friend here. That's just like. Oh man, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, because I can see why, like, you thought, hee hee, funny, and I can also see why, oh no, <laughs> I just see why it went wrong on all just sides. So like embarrassing, oh. dude, I was like, oh my god, why did I make that fucking joke? Yikes, big yikes. Oh, also, okay, uh, last thing, oh. Yeah, uh, well, I, I suppose it's my not last thing, but that was my that was the end of my cringe story. I uh, go ahead. I have a small. Don't be like my friend here. Oh, go for it. Really quick, uh, guys, don't be like my friend here. My don't be like my friend here is uh my not so good friend, the United States government, <laughs> who has made a donation of eighty vials of COVID vaccines. Who donates just 80? That's not even a full case, my guy, of Pfizer vaccines. <laughs> Where is your honor, dirtbag? said, yeah, we'll help you by just dropping off half a fucking case. Congratulations. America is so funny with the vaccine because it's like we have this thing that so many people in the world want and like wish that they could have like this literal miracle of science. And then people think it's American to question it. Shut up, bitch. Like, it is just, like, the craziest, like, yeah, ass, most ass-backwards thing to think that, like, uh, the vaccine is bad and oh that you God. have a right to think that it's bad. That's fucking so crazy to me. Oh, man. Please, please, everyone, 
in America read uh, Fantasyland by uh, Kurt Anderson. There Kurt Anderson. Go. Fantasyland by Kurt Anderson. If you want to figure out why everyone in America is so fucking dumb. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. I mean, I know I'm dumb, but I'd like to think I'm less dumb than those guys. Yeah, yeah. Fa- like one of the one of the things I get. I don't want to talk about. <laughs> I'll I'll bore everyone to death there. Yeah, well, we can get into that another time if you guys want to hear about it, but. We both unfortunately read that stupid ass long book. Actually, I listened to it because I listen to audiobooks. Fuck anybody. It's worth it. It is worth the listen. Um fuck. I forgot my Sorry, you were going on a tangent and I cut oh. you off to talk about America. I I just have one little bit about uh we we once on this show talked about um synchronicity and um in the example that I gave uh, I said synchronicity is like when you're talking about a song and then the next song that plays is that song that you were just talking about. And last night I was at I was at the tap room with Lil Chef and I was talking about how funny it was that I was able to get the jukebox in one of the bars we went to to play You Somebody by Kings of Leon. I hate you. The greatest song that has ever been recorded by a band ever. Oh... And uh, then the following song that played was You Somebody by the Kings of Leon, the greatest song that's ever been recorded by any band ever. Okay. <laughs> Somebody help! I've been kidnapped by I'm a monster a trying to relate guys. to me! <laughs> this guy likes Kings of Leon. Oh, I actually have do. nothing against them. I just think it's probably fun to hate them. They're, you know, people... Uh, People were upset that during this past Super Bowl when they were like, you know, chosen to perform at a Pepsi halftime show thing or whatever. And the songs that they performed were like Sex on Fire and You Somebody, which are songs from like 12 years what ago. What other songs were they going to fucking play? What, what, what new songs, songs you did you want, want that? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. want to hear anything else from them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. First of all, at this point, who's fucking mad about anybody being chosen for the super bowl like who's yeah, really yeah. listening to so much radio garbage all the time that they're genuinely like oh i can't wait to listen to this yeah, on the yeah, super bowl yeah. like yeah, yeah. you know that it's just gonna be whoever they can get for a good deal and whatever like whatever behind the scenes marketing stuff happens into choosing that you know something it doesn't the, matter the artist who uh plays the super bowl doesn't get paid Oh, see, even 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 more so. It means it literally means nothing. Playing Good. the Super other than the one time Beyonce did the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl performance means nothing. Isn't that like Beyonce did it for free? And it's just kind of like, yeah, you'll get so much from like the boost in streams or record sales or whatever the fuck after this that like that'll that'll be worth it. Right. That's insane. But the, see that knowing that because you're not that's the reason alone <laughs> is enough to not give a shit about who's playing the Super Bowl and getting upset about it and like oh I didn't like that they played this who cares because yeah, it was so all just a market Coldplay. ploy anyway. So when you're watching Coldplay play the scientist during a football game, know that it's because the NFL hates you. Yeah, when <laughs> I have to watch fucking all of the TikToks with. People rediscovering like yellow by the cold, by Coldplay, the, by the Coldplay. <laughs> yeah, it's all because it's just a market ploy. Someone paid to play that song on everyone's things. Yeah, it's all just marketing. So like, why are you getting mad? You know, you're just watching a fifteen minute ad, right? Yeah. Like it's not really a performance, is it? Let's do one last thing. One, one last, one last, last thing. thing. <laughs> One of my favorite parts of traveling is that for me, inevitably, one artist will become the artist that kind of like holds the memories of the trip for me for okay, whatever. Yeah, the one you listen to the most. While I'm out at whatever given place, whatever. And, uh, you know, that has been Mac Miller in London, Georgia Smith in Paris, Taylor Swift in Seattle. You know, like, you know, the list is, you know, whatever it's. Uh, various and vast makes no sense and uh, I'm happy to report that the soundtrack to spicy Mark Marcy summer 2k 21 New York trip was the Dixie tricks <laughs> hey if uh, well <laughs> you and the Won't Dixie tricks they were the ones that said that we shouldn't have gone to war <laughs> <laughs> 
They're exactly the ones who said we're ashamed to be from Texas. And they were Bush canceled from Texas. for no, the wrong reasons. They were right. <laughs> Justice for the Dixie Chicks. Also, though, wait, isn't their name supposed to be racist? They rebranded to the Chicks. Okay. Justice for the Chicks. <laughs> uh, my one last thing is a one-two punch. Like always, I want to fight. So, oh yeah, where's the cage? Always ready, and I'm always ready to fight Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> All right, buddy, you got it coming. Um, shout out to the new movie that was released, In the Heights. In the Heights. Yeah, um, it was received well by everyone except for black Latinx people in the Heights. <laughs> so, you know, good job on colorism. Good job. <laughs> uh, that that was really uh, that was the joke there, but I do think Lin Manuel Miranda should be stopped. <laughs> whoa, 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 Every week, it's like, how are we gonna fill this time? <laughs>